Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Coaching Program. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I train people for improved personal and professional development, offering my assistance for those ready to develop their goals into tangible, focused, and achievable plans of action. And this podcast is one tool I use to complete my mission. How it works? In 10 minutes' time, when the 10-minute mark hits on this podcast, you'll have a life lesson that you can take away with you at this point right here and apply it to something going on in your life immediately. And if this lesson in this episode sounds familiar, like something you're already trying to do that just doesn't know how to work itself out, maybe I can help. Go to our website, 10minutelifecoach.com, and see if there's a way that we can connect so that we can help work on this together. This podcast is powered by the $10 Life Coaching Program. More on that project in just a moment, but first, today's lesson. It was a situation that I've been in a few times before, but she hadn't, and she was freaking out. The she in question was the board op running a live show on a Saturday morning, a time when I'm normally not at work, but... This day, I happened to be there very early taking care of some extra paperwork that was due on Monday morning. So pardon me for being late in paperwork, but I had time to catch up because it was Saturday after all. I had plenty of time to get the work done. But my work was interrupted by a call on my cell phone from the board op who was doing the show live on the air with the issue of not having any programming coming down. She was running the show live from a satellite studio, had the door open to the station down the hall so she could hear to make sure the return was coming through and things were going on time. But then she noticed she wasn't hearing the echo down the hall from what she was doing live in the studio. So she checked the monitor from inside of the room, and her fears were, of course, led to her that there was nothing coming down from the satellite. She was doing a show, words were being said, and things were going out to the world, but not coming back to the world to actually take it in. So my cell phone rings. I'm down the hall. I come down the hall. We check things out, go through the whole kit and caboodle, and just go step by step the checklist of things to check for. So nothing's on the air, which we figure out. Next thing you do is you call the network in New York City where we're actually sending it so that they can pop it into the satellite system and it goes from there. And we get a busy signal which is not what you want to hear from a 24-7 man operation booth that handles satellite operations and programmings for essentially all the major networks in radio and a few TV networks as well with their backup audio sounds. So if NBC, CBS, or Fox went down, there would be an issue because this room essentially handles all their stuff as well as our smaller satellite stuff. But right now, it's not them that are having an issue in our small satellite office. It's us having our issue in our own small satellite office. We try calling a few more times within about two, three minutes, and we keep getting a busy signal. And sometimes it's a signal that doesn't even connect to the phones. At that point, I shrug my shoulders and say, just manage the show as best as possible. I'll play some PSAs, make sure the air's not dead. Uh, We've got about six minutes left of time, and we'll see what happens. Double check inside of the time to make sure that the news network, which runs on top of the long form program network, is also not airing the news. And it's not. Shrug my shoulders, go back to the studio, keep playing PSAs till the top of the hour, and a different satellite with a different program takes over for the local station. Meanwhile, the board op is not quite feeling the love that I am for just shrugging my shoulders and moving on with life. 
because this is a problem. Something is wrong. And it may not be her fault, but she's there. She should be able to do something to, to fix it. She should be able to do something about it. At least that's what she believes. But here's what actually happened. When things got fixed and we got some sort of explanation, something went wrong in the satellite office, in the switcher, somewhere in the millions and millions of wires and cables and boxes in New York City. We sent our signal to that box or a box inside that office in New York City, and it's their job to shoot it to the satellite and bounce it back down to the world to pick it up. But something was wrong. Something was wrong in New York City. Some wire or some box or some fuse or some guy pressing the wrong button messed something up. And it was messing up our signal coming back down from space into the world, or maybe not even going up to space in the first place. And it also was messing up their telecommunications. That is their phone system. So we can't call them to ask what's wrong. We can't call them to shake them up and see if we're doing something wrong. We can just sit there with nothing going out to the world. And that's what happened. Until the top of the hour where a new show came on on the local station and until about 30 minutes into the next hour where something happened, it was fixed, and then our next newscast went on just as normal. In fact, I pressed a button to sit in the studio and listen to it and sort of lost track of time, and all of a sudden, bam, it broke out the silence and sort of scared me. So what was the board op to do? Here's the thing. There was absolutely nothing she can do. She can keep the show going live here inside the studio so that the host, uh, who had no idea what was going on because it happened towards the end of the show, could keep doing a show and have his flow going. Yes, there's nobody making phone calls into the show, but you know sometimes there's days when there's no phone calls coming into the show anyway. That could just be a slow day. It's also storming outside, so maybe people aren't so much driving around the cars listening to the show like they normally do in the mornings on Saturday. But there was nothing she could do because there was really nothing she could do. There was something broken. She was doing everything right. And there's something that she couldn't fix. And not only could she not fix it, she could not alert to someone that it was broken. And those people who were fixing it or not fixing it couldn't alert to us that something was being fixed. This is a situation we see all the time, especially with us overachievers and especially with us personal development strivers, people who think they want to be better at everything are always working to find better ways to do things, always looking for ways to fix things, always looking for ways to get better. That's what personal improvement's about, getting better. But you're always going to come across problems. That's how things work in life. And some of those problems may be your problem, but not so much your problem. Some of those problems will get in your way, slow you down, cause trouble for a lot of people, maybe even a lot of pain and suffering. But there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Such is the way of life. You can call it a, a fluke. You can call it an act of God. You can call it whatever you want to. But things are going to happen that are going to pop up in your way. They're going to change the trajectory that you are working towards. And you can't do anything but shift gears or change direction and plot a new course to either the old spot from a different direction to a brand new spot that's going to be safer and easier to deal with. This is something that people who deal with serious health challenges pick up pretty quickly when they get that diagnosis. 
they're feeling fine, then they're not feeling fine, then you find out something is really wrong and there must be a major change to happen to keep them going. This is something that people deal with when they all of a sudden lose a job with great benefits when they're finding out that they're at a time in life where they really, really need that steady income to make it to the next level. And it's not there. There's going to be so many things that happen in your life that are out of your control that all you can do is sit there and maybe not enjoy the ride, but take the ride as far as it can go until you can get off and regroup and figure out what to do on the next level. Just because it's a problem doesn't mean you can fix it. Just because it is your problem doesn't mean it is yours to fix. There will be so many things that are going to pop up in your life that you'll have no control over. As for the quote from Randy Posh, the professor who gave and, of course, wrote the last lecture, we cannot change the cards we're dealt, just how we play the hand. When you're stuck in a crisis situation, you handle it as if it's a crisis. You go into whatever mode you need to to get things fixed, get things right, do the best you can. But if you can't fix it, you can't fix it. You can prepare for it to be fixed on another end. You can wait for someone else to do what they need to do. You can fire off the signal flare and wait. Sometimes it's not your job to fix the thing. Sometimes it's not your responsibility to fix the thing. If you broke it, fix it. If you didn't break it and you can't fix it, you just have to have the patience to work your way through the issue. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. We enjoy being able to provide for you this service, this mission, if you will, of providing for you great information for helping you out in your personal and professional development. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Reviews and ratings on you, whatever podcatcher you love, is great. We also just like straight up emails. Send us an email at 10minutelifecoach at gmail.com and let us know what you feel about the program, what you feel about the changes to the program, and what you just feel about this in general. For more information about our mission, if you will, if you want to call it that, or just our job in doing our best to make sure you are doing better along your life, go to the website 10minutelifecoach where you can go and see ways that we can connect one-on-one or in group settings to help you get that thing that's not quite working, working. And if you want to get in on our $10 life coaching program, now it's for $10 a month. It's a group coaching where we're all essentially a mastermind of ourselves. You can find information by just sending me an email. That email address is $10lifecoach at gmail.com. Send me the email. We'll get you signed, set up with the group. We're doing some testing, beta testing, alpha testing, gamma testing on different platforms. Most of them not working as well as they should. So we may just meet up on a Google Hangout sometime and just make it happen that way. But find out more information about that by just going to the website and clicking on the button there or send me an email and I'll get you hooked up. $10 Life Coach for that one as well. As we already mentioned, we are on all the pod catchers that you can think of. If we're not, let us know where we're not, and we'll get there as well. Sign up to subscribe to the podcast, I should say. Make sure you don't miss an episode because we like to think we're giving out lots of great information every single week with this podcast. Check in with us periodically to see what other specials we have. And most importantly, just 
keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on pushing forward. Keep on making your way towards progress. And be here next week for another great episode, some more great life lessons to come from the 10-Minute Life Coach.